I want you to listen to what this man says about Haiti and how Haiti was sabotaged in every step of the way. Let's go ahead, Roland. Because if blacks in Haiti succeeded in getting rid of the French, then what does that mean about blacks in the Dominican Republic? In blacks in Cuba, in blacks in the United States, all the other slave ports and slave areas, once they start rising up. So the whole world came together and they said, now, stop. They sealed off the, the, all of Haiti and they said, you might have, you had all this profit with the French, but you don't have it now. So they said, listen, nobody's going to trade with you. Nobody's going to do anything with you. Basically, we're going to isolate you and you have nothing. And you're an island in the middle of nowhere and you have nothing, right? And I can give you land, but if you can't use that land to, to grow something and sell something, then the land has no value whatsoever if you can't sell it. And so we said, the French and the world community said, okay, well, we will take our thumb, our, our foot off of your neck, so to speak, which is where we're holding it, to all you former slaves, if you pay French $160 million in reparation. And so Haiti then went from the single most profitable body of land in the world, in the world, to very quickly, within just a few years, one of the poorest lands in the world. As the rest of the world just said, no, we can fight for our freedom, but you cannot fight for your freedom. I'm going to just tell you, give you an example of how this continues. And this is especially a shout out to those of you who are conservative. So in, ni- in the early 1980s, Haiti was producing plenty of rice, lots of rice, amazing land for producing rice. It's still a poor country, but producing rice, selling rice, selling rice to Haitian, it's Haitians. It's really, it's inexpensive enough. It fits well. They can afford it. They got it. It's good rice actually, right? In the early 1980s, the rice farmers came together and started to say here in the United States, like, hey, we need, meaning like big agribusiness, hey, we need to sell our rice in other places because we can't make a living here. And so the United States started subsidizing the rice farmers, which are mostly big corporations here in the United States, and started and took Haiti to the, uh, the, the, it's the, the IMF, but it, it to, to, you know, went to the, to the international bodies to force Haiti to accept American rice. And Haiti said, we're not going to accept American rice. So we here start giving our rice farmers subsidies in the U.S., okay? Meaning we take taxpayer dollars and we give it to rice farmers. And we give it to rice farmers because rice farmers can't produce rice inexpensively enough to sell around the world. And in Haiti, Haiti said, look, we're not, we're not going to accept your rice because you subsidize it with the American government tax dollars. And therefore, the price of rice is artificially low. And then it's lower than our Haitian rice. And that's a problem for us. And so back when I did this research, I, I did this for the first time. It was about five years ago. This is how much we subsidize our rice farmers, $430 million, meaning people that can't figure out how to, make, how to grow rice inexpensively. And so we subsidized it by American taxpayers. And then what we did in the same year that we gave our rice farmers this much money, that's how much money we gave to Haiti in foreign aid. So it's like we give our our own people more than we give to Haiti. And we destroy their rice economy and we're continuing to destroy it. 
And this is one way where this just keeps going. And why did the U.S. win in the world court in this way against Haiti? We won because we're the most, of course we're going to win. Haiti's never going to beat us. We're going to win. That's how it works. And so Haiti can just stay poor. The story of black America, Haiti, any Caribbean nation, African nation, the story for us has been economic sabotage, political sabotage the whole way because Haiti had the idea of fighting to get free and they have punished Haiti ever since. Jean-Jacques Dessalines has been passed away for many, many years already. And yet Haiti is still suffering. Haiti's poverty is by design. Trust me on that. They make sure to do everything they can to keep Haiti poor. You look at Haiti's past president and look at what they did to him. Haiti has never been in a good position whatsoever. You heard this man say about the rice in Haiti, how they could, Haiti couldn't sell their rice on the world market. Well, I'm going to say this much was probably will end up happening. China going to get wind of something and China going to be buying things from them just to undermine the Western world. Cause see China will do that. They say, Hey, ship us all the rice you got. Cause Hey, we got a huge market for it. You understand what I'm saying? But you see all those subsidies he was talking about, basically free government handouts to these white farmers. But when black farmers need some of these government handouts, Oh no, black farmers can't get any of that. I mean, I told you this whole, I told you this whole system is rigged against a black man and woman. And this whole system is rigged for them folks completely. But all, but one thing my grandmother always told me, and I have seen this in my life. One, nothing stays the same. It's true. Nothing does. And these people are nervous because they see in the world change on them and it's nothing they can do to stop the change. That's number one. Number two, I was always told trouble don't last always. That's also I've seen evident in my life that trouble don't last always. And with those two things alone, we know that Haiti is not going to stay in that position forever. These people is not going to stay in this position forever that they're in. You see what's happening in France right now. They turn it up in France. They, they are going in and I support all those people in France that's fighting for justice. I support that because France is a still a colonial thief. I can't see how those African nations even allow France to take their money from them. Like, look, all y'all need to get together and say, no, we're not giving you a dime. You're banned from our country. All you banned. We don't even want you here. We'll, we'll create our own currency or whatever. And that's the end of it. Trust me, France will go to third world status tomorrow. The only reason they're in the position they're in is because of those African nations. That's why I say to my brothers and sisters in the African continent, it's better to live free than, than to live like a slave. Y'all, if y'all get together and stand up against France and, and, and say no more, it's not happening. 
Because the only way you're going to make a headway, you got to put bans on them. Your president can't come here. Nobody can't come here. Nope, we done with you. Then they got a deal with France, get a first right of refusal. You understand? What resources? Or they, if France don't say it, then they can't say it. Man, forget that. They got plenty of other countries that are glad they take them resources. Yeah, if you're trying to sell them to the Western world, sure. But India will take them resources. China will take those resources. That's coming out of West Africa, please. South Africa will take it. A lot of other people take those resources to sell. So, yeah, man, y'all leaders need to get together, man. Y'all need to get together. It's more y'all than them. Trust me on that. But let me know what y'all think about, you know, this uh, particular video because, you know, what, what they've been doing to the brothers and sisters in Haiti for a long time has been wrong. They didn't want to get mad when they want to come over here. You put, put their country in dire straits. Why not they don't want to come over here? Why not? If you left their country alone, they wouldn't be coming over here, and you know it.